Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? On its hump day. Oh, I feel good. I just got one little question for the girl. Will you accept this rose? Um, now that Tasha's here, I will. Yeah. Will you accept this rose into your world? on earth my name is arden marine coming to you from my bougie garage somewhere in los angeles california can i just say it is raining men today on this happy hump day with all of my new buddies these are good guys will you accept this rose the men of will you accept this rose are all good guys and then there's Heitner, and that's how we like it. We like to have our little, we like to have our rascal and Steve Heitner, and then the rest of them are good guys. And we are so excited. We have uh, three people with us today, and um, I could not be more excited about this. I'm, I don't know which order to go in. I'm going to go in with the people that were booked first. There were two gentlemen I did their podcast, um, Help I Suck at Dating with Dean and Jared. I met the first gentleman three years ago at uh, Outside Lands Festival. He came and did our live podcast. Wait, just when he was a baby, a baby Dean, a baby Dean bird starting to fly. Um, you know him. You love him from paradise. You love him from social media. You love him from The Bachelorette. We just saw everybody loves it. Everybody, welcome from The Bachelor, Dean Ungler. Yay. What an honor. What an Yay. honor it is to be here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to have me as a guest. This is the height of my 2020 oh my bar God. none. God bless you. Can I? Dude, say you got to get out more. If this is the height, <laughs> you need to ha- get out. No, this is his height. Don't ruin this for me. This is my friend. This is my reconnected friend. This is going to be your height today. Don't even kid yourself. Also with him, his co-host, my new friend, a fellow Rhode Islander, a co-host from Help I Suck at Dating from Dean and Jared. I'm going to say part of, I think, the cutest married couple from I'm gonna even I'm gonna say they're not some high one. praise right there. I'm gonna say I it delights me when I see your photographs. We love your wife on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Jared Hyman. Oh well, thank you so much, Arden, for that glorious introduction. Uh, I'd like to point out that Dean said this is the height of his 2020. Uh, he talks to me every week. Yeah. So that really just shits on our friendship, doesn't it? Oh, That's I get direct reflection on you. Yeah, I love yeah. it. We'll hey. figure out by the end if he was accurate or not. We'll see if it was. There is no shade. You're still involved in this climax. I don't think that you should be offended by that whatsoever. That's right. As long as I'm involved in Dean's climax, I'm a happy man. Good. We've all been waiting for Dean to climax near Jared since we first <laughs> met him. Since we first met him years ago. Now, here's the thing. You know I love playing friendship matchmaker. I have all sorts of very odd combination of text threads that happen. I put people together and friendships start. There was a gentleman who's joined our podcast this season after I met him at the very elegant game show, 25 Words or Less, with Meredith Vera from her basement somewhere on the East Coast. And uh, he did our podcast. And then Jared texted me and was like, no way, this guy liked The Bachelor. And I thought, I got to bring my new friend a present. I'm going to capture this man and I'm bringing him to the podcast, which I did. Surprising, surprising, Jared. You know him from Alias. 
you know him from Felicity. Mm. Uh, excuse me, you know him from Star Wars. I'm sorry, excuse me, what? But mostly, <laughs> as you know him as Jared's new friend, Mr. Greg Grunberg. Yay! Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, okay, I got a fanboy just a little bit because Greg, are you like you're you, you got to be friends with JJ Abrams, right? Well, I, yeah, dude, since we were five, he's my what? he's like my brother. Yeah, since since we're I mean, we literally grew up together. He moved to from New York out to L.A. when he was five and we met in elementary school and, and he's been my best, best friend ever since. Yeah. Are you serious? Since you dude, were that's five? freaking cool. I, I don't know if I could swear this podcast, but like my you mind, my, I just my, said I was horny. You can say anything you want. My fucking fanboy mind is blowing up right now because it's just like, dude, you're in fucking Star Wars. You're in Star Wars. Yeah. Stop. You flew an (laughs) X-Wing. You were in paradise, my friend. Um, Are you kidding me? That's that's so sweet of you. That's so sweet of you to say. I've been extremely lucky to do all the things. But more importantly, I never let go of people that I love, that I work with. And Arden, we, so now she's walking away. She's like, <laughs> I heard my name. There. I got excited. No, but I mean, honestly, anybody that's friends with Arden, I know is a good person. And we had a really, really, uh, um, we, we, we still do. Uh, Rob Benedict is, is kind of our common friend. And now yeah. I'm just so happy. Thank you for inviting me back here. Oh my God. Karen, we've, been wa- we've been wanting to get you in. And like, what if that's the thing that's so fun. And of course we have with us, Tana, Banana, Dr. Anna Hosnier from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we have Ms. Katie Levine. I know everybody's feeling good this week. The world is a little lighter. Everybody's feeling like happy, a little relieved. Well, let's get to it. Um, can I just say what an episode? Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Overall, um, how are you gentlemen enjoying this season so far? I have to say, I felt like I enjoyed the four episode arc of Claire, the, the fun madness of in and out. Like I'm rooting for she and Dale. Like it was the perfect sort of overture to the season. And then we get Tasha. So far, I'm enjoying the pandemic uh, bachelor. Dean, how are you feeling about it so far? Uh, yeah. Arden, thank you so much for asking. It's funny, actually, I was going to mention this before we started recording this episode, but I figured I would save the scrutiny to while we were on air. Uh, I haven't seen any of the season. Um, this for you. I want to say, I want to say, I maybe watched like the last 10 minutes of last episode and then yeah. maybe like five minutes of this week's episode. It's, it's just, so Kaylin, uh, who is my girlfriend, obviously she loves the show. She wants to watch every episode, but every time she goes to put it on, I'm just like, I'm not really interested. Uh, I'm just going to play Call of Duty instead. And yes. so I'll like come in the room every once in a while. And like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's get to the source, the root of this. Like, is there something deep that you're just like, I just, I'm, I'm too much of it. I can't. Yeah. Take- you got like PTSD or something? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to relive any traumatic memories. Um, you know, I, I, I don't really know what it is. I, it's funny too, because I've got a personal friendship with Tasha. Like Tasha and I were on Paradise together. We've hung out a bunch past uh, and after the show. So like, I, I think I should be invested in her love story. But something about like, I would just rather be playing Call of Duty at 8 p.m. on a, <laughs> on a Tuesday night. And I know, I know, it's not like like it would be a cool like bonding thing to do with your girlfriend or whatever. And obviously, I wish that I had been watching, so I would have more input and, and involvement in this podcast. But I'm just going to be, be able to like lend some unbiased, impartial. I love uh, it. Uh, opinions i feel like 
All right. You know, I will say I watched every single episode of Saturday Night Live until I got on Mad TV. And then being on a sketch show was so stressful. I could never watch it. It ruined it for me. I may, I, it, I, I did have PTSD. Well, I it, could it, not watch it. In, in yeah. my defense, too, before I went on The Bachelorette, I never watched The Bachelorette either. Like, I've never you really the target demo. <laughs> the only reality TV show I was a fan of was like a uh, real world road rules challenge. I was know? a big Jersey Shore guy. I'm not going to oh lie about that one. Oh, Jersey Shore really? season one was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God. The gym, the gym tan lot, GT, gym tan. GTL, gym GTL, tan laundry. Come on now. G- GTL, DTF. I mean, I have to I, say. My, my favorite was the grenade horn. That was a, that was a popular one amongst my what friends. Was the, what was the grenade horn? Was like a, uh, Vinny had like the, one of those like long horns. And then anytime like he thought that like Mike or Paulie or Ronnie was hooking up with a grenade, he would blow it in the house. It was, <laughs> it's, it's quite traumatic now, but uh, fantastic at the time. Uh, no, Dean, I understand where you're coming from because it is like, like Arden said, it is weird watching the show back now because Dean and I just look at it through different lenses. Because yeah. especially we're so close with the producers and so and like we know Harrison and it's just like such a different dynamic. Yeah. That sometimes I when I watch the show, I'm like, I I I can't. Cause like you can see, you know, certain things that other people wouldn't see, and it's either frustrating or you're like, ah, that's kind of stupid. I got or like so okay, so so to that, right? When I was on alias, um I would I would that was an ABC show. And so we would do the, the, the uh, press functions and all that stuff. And Chris Harrison and I got to be really good friends. We tra- our families have traveled together. I mean, he's a very, very, very close friend. So is Ken Fuchs. Uh, Ken's son played baseball with my son. So I'm like, I know these guys just like you do, probably better. And I, I, I just, there's two sides of it. Like I, am, I really do love the sincerity of the show. There is a sincerity to the show. I had both those guys on my podcast um, a couple of years ago and or a year ago or whatever. And I was trying to get out of Chris and, and uh, Ken. I was like, there are phony moments, right? There has to be phony moments. He's like, well, we have them play games and do, but it's all sincere. And then when I see a moment like last night where she's getting ready in the mirror and she's looking right at us. Now you can't look in a mirror and look straight. She's looking at the camera. So you go, that those moments, like what you is, I, I, I'm assuming that and other things is what you just referred oh, to. Oh yeah, because the show's not scripted; it's not fake. Like all the moments that happen in the show are very real. But what right. I mean is not like producer, uh, like meddling in the show. What I mean is more like a perfect example for me is Jason from last night, who was so torn about Claire, he couldn't even give Tasha a chance. And like from someone who's been through the experience and now watching back, I'm just like, bro you're going to leave this bubble and you're going to be like, wow, why I, I, maybe I wasn't in, in love with Claire as much yeah. as I initially thought, not because like his feelings weren't real, but maybe he's, he, I just feel like I, he's probably wrapped up in the moment. And it's like, dude, just give Tasha a chance. Don't like overthink stuff I like mean, that. Who doesn't want to go out with? T- okay. 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 Uh, wait, Dean, Dean, I see your hand up. Is that your hand up? <laughs> no, I just realized, I think, that I've been recording this episode wrong the entire time so far. I, I, love this I would like, this is an inside look of, of doing a podcast with Dean every single week. You know, that's how we love our Dean. Katie, do you care? Katie doesn't care. She's got backup audio. 
I, I can use your backup audio from the Zoom call, so don't worry about right, it. I'm going to start us from the beginning. And for Dean, this will be like a bedtime story for you. This will be the first <laughs> time you've heard this story. I, I also, I'm glad. So I know we're going back. And, and that's the frustrating thing about your pot, this podcast is that like you, you just said something and I want to jump in, but we're going to work on a lot. I know, but we're, I promise we're going to get to everything. We're going we to gotta get to Jason. We, I mean, because- Oh my God, we're going to get to Jason. We're getting to everything. Awesome. So we're starting out. They've sweat now, Dean. They basically put Tasha in the exact same dress that they had Claire in in the promos. Do you think they were trying to trick us? Like, I mean, that was definitely on purpose. It was the exact same weird 1980s dynasty red lace gown they jammed Tasha in, which would never have been her choice. So you want to know what's kind of funny and ironic is, although I don't watch the show, I still on my my Instagram for whatever reason thinks my explore page needs to be cluttered and and just heavy dose of bachelor like fan pages and, yeah. and bachelor it's trying to tell you something because like it kind of involves me in some weird roundabout way so like i'm semi-interested enough at least to click on it anyways um there was this one side-by-side comparison of claire's dress and Tasha's dress and they're yeah. only and this is coming from a guy that knows nothing about fashion whatsoever the yeah. only similarity these two dresses had were that they were red and i don't okay. think that they, they were like we're so far different like Tasha's was like lace and like more fluffy at the bottom. And Claire's was a little bit more form-fitting, like a little more pencil-esque, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. So, so I think the only similarity was that they were red. And let's be honest with ourselves, like red is the color of the bachelorette. Bachelor, bachelor, all right, bachelor. all right. I can't believe that Dean is the one. Dean is our fashion expert. <laughs> and he doesn't even watch the show. I watch the show and I did not notice that. Okay, great. So we're starting at La Quinta, which uh, our rookie of the season, Doug Benson, for those of you who know Doug Benson, he is quite a stoner. He did our (laughs) podcast and he went immediately to La Quinta and was taking photos of himself outside the El Presidente suite. Um, Blake is giving Blake the Canadian one that really was like he he bought the book on dementia. He's pissed that Claire ran off with Dale. He's giving a speech that maybe this new bachelorette will be similar to Claire, a strong and independent woman. And um, basically in walks Tasha Dean. You have if you wanted to see like a like a record scratch on the faces of the men, like jaws drop. Tasha walks in the room and it was literally like a visual record scratch of all the men being like, I really liked Claire. I really like, and it's like, here comes the smoke show. I mean, like, holy shit. These guys were flabbergasted. Greg, what did you think of the moment of Tasha walking in? Um, I, you know, we're only four or five and there's five episodes in. So I, I don't know how invested anybody, let alone Dale, could have been with, you know, her. I mean, I, I literally was like, okay, this is great. I mean, she's amazing. Both these girls, they're, they're, they're just terrific. And she, when she walked in, I was like, okay, completely different. If you're going to go just superficial, completely just on looks, she beams like there's a, a ray of light that walks in that room that you go, oh, she's energy, stunning. her smile, she's stunning. I'm like, who's not going to give that person a chance? She just yeah. seems amazing. Jared, what did you think of the moment when, when she walked in and all the guys were like, I don't know. And then oh, she was she- glowing. It was like JJ using his slow, slow, solar flares when yeah. Tasha walked in, you know? <laughs> it was like, Woo! I'm blinded by the light, baby. Uh, it was happy. It made me happy, like, honestly, because I think this group, these group of guys, I think it's a really good group of guys. They're I so like them. Nice. They're, They're so sweet. Guys. They're um, really good. Okay, solar flares. You want me to give you a little behind the scenes on solar flares? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dude, you're not going to believe this. 
<laughs> there is a PA on that side of the camera. There's a PA on that side of the camera. And they're flashing flashlights at the lens. Hmm. Oh, that's, I believe it. Because that's, that's genius. I know. That and it's so pure. simple. And it's practical. And you go, what? Really? And that's how they do that. And you, and, are you a you know, Star Wars fan? Dude, that's the um, kind of shit that gives me goosebumps. Because it's so simplistic, but so genius. And makes such a revolutionary uh like uh, like it, it's now it's jj's you style know, it's his yeah. style it's his call you know yeah, but it's not even that's not a star wars thing that's a star trek thing like yeah. he started that in star trek but you look at it and you go man those and and other other uh filmmakers are trying to copy it and and but it's not a post-production thing it's a no. and think oh, about so and funny. i know we're talking about the bachelor but do you think well, about i want to give Bean and jared full permission to ask any any sorry time, any, i know no, no don't apologize I give you, i'm gonna tell you legitimately because this makes me so happy i want to give you permission to literally any any bachelorette segue that we can have i want as much star wars questions ask anything you want to make it's <laughs> like tick i like Here. nothing more than playing host just of like making people's dreams come greg through. will appreciate this so the former executive producer great great guy um and we've become really close with him and he's really close friends with James Gunn. And he knows like that I'm a huge Marvel fan. So I was fanboying. And so he he he's pretty much the one who came up with the idea of paradise. And his thing was like, I see The Bachelor and The Bachelorette as everybody's solo movies. And then paradise is the Avengers where everybody comes together. And I was oh. like, and that's like, dude, that's one of the first things he told me when he was pitching me to do paradise. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in, baby. By the way, perfect description. That's absolutely. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So Although, back to Tasha's. Okay. So Tasha gives a nice toast and she goes, we're going to have a bomb summer. I want to find love. And all the guys are like, yeah, we're going to have a bomb summer. I want to find love with you. And um, Ivan and Tasha, Ivan is so cute. What I enjoyed, Dean. So, so far, basically in the first four episodes, Claire came in locked and loaded and was literally like in heat on like the landing strip. So like the guys get out of the limo and she's like howling at the moon, like, it's my husband. Like like, literally like her leg is like, that's my husband. That's my husband. Oh my God. Oh my God. I knew it. 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 By the way, she's not exaggerating in the least. (laughs) No, like literally, literally. I knew it. I knew it. Oh my God. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Be cool. But like, you've never seen a very sweet bachelorette with less game. Here, every guy is there for her. They've had you quarantine for two weeks to get there. She literally could have played it cool for even an extra 10 days could not play it cool in the least, which was also her magic. And so we've literally met no other men except for uh, Dale. There was one villain that they got rid of immediately. And the other guys, we literally, they seem nice. We don't know much about them, but they seem like nice guys. So there's this adorable guy named Ivan who's an engineer. He loves chess. He pulls her aside and he is just so razzled by Tasha. He's like, I was here for Claire, but I have so much more in common with you. And like, you are my speed, which is basically just what every guy has said. Basically, every guy except for Jason says that. I know Greg wants to get to that. Should we? We'll go to Jason right now. Jason was the one who, Dean, Jason, Jason had some issues and Jason had a past and there was darkness in his past. And Claire took him on a one-on-one date and she had him write out everything negative anybody had ever said about him on a tablet. And it said like, mean, rageful, distrustful, every red flag you could ever want as a lady. And she had him take this tablet and throw it against a rock. And it's like, you're free from that. 
but like she was kind of attracted to like he was like gonna cheat on you i have a temper <laughs> yeah uh, it's every <laughs> it, like, what, what was interesting what was interesting is like this is a this is a guy who he was just very this is the first time it seemed like he had ever opened up yeah. to a woman about who he truly is and exposed himself and because of that I think that vulnerability is what attracted him and, and he thought, okay, I'm in love with her. I really, I really, because honestly, guys, can you, you can't fall in love this quickly. Like, I really hope that they, that that, that marriage lasts, but I don't think it's gonna, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't. Well, Gail couldn't get a word in edgewise later in the show. Yeah. And she kept saying, he, he stood up for me. He stood up for me. I love those two. And I really hope it, it works out. So he doesn't have to go back to the fine young cannibals band. But I mean, I, I, but like getting cut to Jason, he's opened up for the first time. And, and so he says, I, I, I have feelings for her. I feel sorry for this guy because he leaves the show and now he's never going to be. I mean, it's weird, dude. She's engaged, dude. She's found love. You need to like move on. And he seems like a great guy. One of the best parts about this, by the way, and I would be the same way. I'm just this, I'm, this is who I am. And I'm a lot older than you guys, but when he was leaving and he had his little core click of guys and they were all like, I love you, man. I love you. That was real. That was sincere. And I really appreciated that. Like That's what I love about the bachelorette is I love the bromances and yeah. what's nice. Cause last night, so it seemed like they'd got rid of their only villain, which almost feels like they had to bring in a limo of attractive for like, it seems like guys that Tasha might like. So her, it seems like she seemed to respond to them physically, but it felt like they brought in a lot of just like four villains to come like mix it up a little bit. I mean, I'm um, glad they brought in new guys for Tasha. So she got some sort of night one normalcy for the bachelorette. Cause it's a tough thing for Tasha to come in. Yeah. If, what 10 days or whatever the hell it is after Claire, you know, she already, they already met these guys they already went on dates and she's being thrown in not to mention it's in a pandemic. So they're not traveling anywhere. They're at one resort. So I'm glad they were like, listen, we're going to give you some more guys as well. So we open up, you know, more options, no rose ceremony tonight. I, I thought the show was, did a good job in that. Okay. Yeah. I have, I have a question for both of you though. You're in that situation, just going back to Clarendale and they, I mean, first of all, can you even see yourself after that sh- few number of days accept, I mean, uh, proposing? I mean, honestly, <laughs> guys, come on. I don't think so, no. No Hard way. No. No. no way. So when you, when you, when the guy who looked up, I forgot his name, the guy who looked up, uh, you know, the condition and, and he's, he, you know, the guy with the beard. Who's Blake, like, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Oh, yeah. When Blake sits there and says, dude, uh, there's no way. It's too soon. What the fuck? There's not going to happen. I really, that's, that's the voice of the audience for me because I was sitting there going, yeah. And I, and I, 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 I just don't see, I mean, I, I know Chris and I haven't asked him about this because he's in quarantine or he was, but I mean, that they must have been going in the truck. Ken must have been going, whoa, 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 what's going on? What the fuck's going on? Well, wasn't, there some, you- wasn't there some speculation or something that they had spoken before the show started filming? Yeah, yes, so they, they asked Kate, him about it last night. They, yeah. yeah, so they so they brought them back for like a little. Katie very much thought. Katie, Katie, we'll let you take the floor for one because Katie was very much on team. They must have spoken. I was on team. Claire has the right sort of fracture in the brain, and I love Claire, and I'm rooting for her. But there's like enough of like a little bit of a crack where she's like, like that sort of princess fantasy of like this is it, Katie. Do, yeah. What do you? Where? What side do you fall on these days? I, I still. 
I mean, they keep saying they didn't. She swore on her dad's grave they didn't. But it just seems like how could Dale, especially, like how could a man really fall in love with like like that so quickly if they haven't spoken? And I do kind of feel like it's like be an easy thing to hide if they had. They could just like make fake Instagram accounts and like message through that. But I don't know. I mean, I would was completely convinced that they had talked beforehand until she said the thing about how she swore on her dad's grave because that I, I was like she, I feel like she might yeah, she not lie that about that yeah I don't think yeah. she would and I think she had, she's a, she, to me was she and Dale she's enough of the gas pedal on this fueled by the Bachelor producers like what's next let's call Neil Lane and she's like oh my god like it didn't take they definitely fanned the flames of her like this is it you know and. Yeah. I felt when they brought them back last night, I felt for Dale. Look, I'm rooting for them. I actually really hope that they, I hope they last. I hope they get married and have a happily ever after. He seems like a nice guy. I felt a little bit, he felt a little captured. Like this proves he'll never go anywhere. And him showing up that everybody's always left. I'm like, you'd only had one dinner with him. You'd had a meal with him. Guys, 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 we, we all know these these type of girls that you meet them, you meet them once you go on a dinner with them once and they go right on the phone with their best friend and go, he's a real go-getter. I mean, I could see us having kids together. This the is guys are like that too. World. I used to get people used to try to capture me. Like I, when people, there's, there's gentleman sides of that too. And you're like, Whoa, for sure. Whoa. For sure. And maybe it's because she's been out there for so long and she knows exactly what she wants. I hope it's genuine. I just, in hearing her, the twinge, and, and they cut to hit. He c- couldn't get a word they, in last when night. They I know. Said, when thing. they said, what's next? And he goes, Mary. She goes, babies. And I Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. He looked like, it was just... like, like Nexium captured. Like, <laughs> Dean, Dean. The question was to him. The question was to him. It was my, said babies. Dean, talk. You have the floor. Dean. Here's Dean. my question for you guys. And you guys will know this better than better than me, certainly better than Jared, because let's be honest, it's Jared. Um, do we think that they are maybe like trying to shove a happy ending down our throats because their track record for like the past what five shows in a row has been so horrendous? Like working I backwards, s- there's been so many failures after one another. I agree. That's what I said. I said we had we had Colton jump in the fence. We have um, we Hannah B. Hannah B. We had uh, Ari. Peter. Yeah, Ari, Peter. Peter broke up with her fiance. The only successful one of those. I don't think any of those were actually because they're all broken and, up with the person that they chose at the end. So and now pe- my, people weren't happy play. about Rachel. People weren't happy with Rachel. They wanted Peter. Like even though it's it worked out with Brian, the audience yeah. wanted Peter at the time. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, and especially just in recent, like Rachel picked her her final pick. Yeah, Rachel, but back up, back in Garrett, obviously. I just think, I just think maybe because of they they see this like these like last core seasons that have yeah. so miserably, and they're like, we need something. We're like going for a hail mary, swinging for the fences, and that's why they're so encouraging. Like Dale, you got to engage. Get, get see, ask her to marry you. Ask her to marry you. Talk I don't think it's I don't this. think it's producers. I really don't. I think Claire is pushing this thing, and I yeah. listen. I think it's mutual. I think I think Dale's very into Claire. Yes. But I think Claire is like zero to 100 and she's like, this is my guy. This is my husband. And yeah. she is telling producers like, I want to marry this guy. I'm ready. I don't want to talk to anybody else. Like, I want kids tomorrow with Dale. And so I'm sure they were <laughs> like, me. well, let, let's see what Dale thinks. And I'm sure they went to Dale and were like, you know, would you be open to proposing? And I'm sure Dale's like, well, I really like her. And I, you know, I, I, yeah. I feel like Dale's wants to be in the relationship obviously he i feel like he does love claire but i'm he's he feels like he's going a little bit more with the flow of things 
and Claire's really driving the bus here. And by the way, let's be honest. It's just a show. It's like, you know, like they, they, he proposed, okay, now they're living together, which is great. Try it out and everything. But if they break up, they break up. I don't think it's the end of the world for you. Exactly. I have a question for Jared. Okay. So, uh, Jared was on Caitlin Bristow's season and she ended up picking Sean at the end of it. Obviously they're not together anymore. Caitlin's with Jason, which is fantastic. But Jared, was there any point where you were like, I think I actually did watch Caitlin's season, right? And I, I think Great it was season. obvious from the, from the outset that she was all about Sean. Do you think there was ever a moment where Caitlin went to the producers and was like, Sean's the guy. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. It's going to be Sean at the end. I'm sure she went uh, to multiple times and said that. And the producers were like, well, bro, we still got to film a show where you're contracted for three months worth of filming. You've got to film for three months. Oh, so you're saying you think that producers might have wanted Claire out. Well, maybe not that so much, but like there has to have been some weird like motive of like, oh, of course. Why? I think the problem with Claire was that she, like with Caitlin, she was still really into Nick. I think she yeah. knew she was going to pick Sean for a while, but I think like in the back of her head, she was like, uh, Nick's kind of chemi- fun too, though. Her chemical reaction upon seeing Nick for the yeah. first time. I have never seen somebody's, like, literally, like, her panties doing, like, gymnastics. Like, yeah, it was, a, it was a bad moment for me, not going to lie. I was like, oh, wow, this is not going to end well for anybody else besides maybe Sean. Um, no one wants to see that. That's also on a date with that person. I mean, I've never seen a reaction like that from one human to another human. I was like, um, yeah, I think, but like Claire, like at one point, Dean, I'm not even joking. At one point in the at a group date, she gave herself the rose. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> and she, she, she felt like she couldn't hand out a group date rose. She gave it to herself. She she oh couldn't even God. pretend to be. So like whenever she so say say I liked Greg right and like but we're, but it's like night two and we're on a group date and he's not even on the group date. My entire group date is like so I put you pull me aside to get to know me, Dean. I'm like so Dean, um, what's Greg like? And the like it's like the whole <laughs> tell me more about Greg. Okay, uh huh. And you're like okay, well I don't really want to talk about Greg. And I'm like okay, but like is Greg cool? Do you think Greg is here for the right reasons? Like that was That's so funny. She couldn't even, like, she couldn't hide it. That was the issue. She, she just, no she game. was so transparent. That no I, game. I think, I think the producers knew like, this is, we, this cannot be sustainable for the next, however many weeks. Cause like, it's just, it's going to be boring. Yeah. So yeah. then we get to know last night, there was a few gentlemen that came to the forefront who were so exciting. I, and Jared, I hope that you're rooting for Brendan as much as I am. I think he's from Massachusetts. He's from Milford. He's, he's wears a turtleneck with his suit. Um, Steve Jobs, as he was called. I mean, yeah. he was like, I, he goes, and he was funny. Like he reminded me of like a guy we could have grown up with. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm the weirdo in the turtleneck. People are like, who's this guy? He's been called Steve Jobs. I was like, I love, this is like a real guy. I, I enjoyed Brendan very much. I'm is, really- is that, by the way, I'm, I'm mixing people up. Was he on the horse date? He, yeah, he ended up going on the horse date. Okay, let me tell you something. I'm in love with that guy, like I more than him. her. I know she's your quote, your quote unquote smocho. He is such a real guy. He's such a I'm, real guy. Oh man, Jared, I it's think refreshing. I feel like he's like your. I feel like he's like your cousin. You know, from like yeah, he's my second and, cousin from uh, yeah. from Southie. How's he your cousin? How's he, he, yeah. he used to work at the Duncan next to the Ann and Hope. Uh, my grandma, Jared, were you were you his first marriage? He was yes. the second marriage to my third cousin. It yes. was it was Bobby. 
Bobby. Oh, right. he, when he was working yeah. at D'Angelo's, he was married to Bobby. D'Angelo's, oh, the, the, the foot long steaked in cheese. Oh, my God, what I would do for one it of those. Is he, whiz wit? is he whiz wit or whiz, whiz, whiz without? He used to go down to Harvard Yard and pock his cock. Um, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I, this, and, this warms my heart. We're going to get an awful, awful. Go down to Newport Creamery, get ourselves an awful. Don't awful. tease me with a fucking awful. Are you fucking awful, kidding? Okay? Don't you tease me with a fucking Dell's frozen lemonade, Jared. Mm, Dean just left. Coffee Dean milk. literally just left. Uh, yeah, Dean's out. Uh, He's like, go fuck yourselves. I don't want to know about your Rhode Island. He'll sign. He'll sign back in. He'll be back. There he is. So wait, what the so hell we were we talking about? So we were talking about the weird oh. turtles. So here comes Chris Harrison, who um, Michelle Collins says looks just like Giada De Laurentiis, the uh, the uh, chef that like <laughs> he does kind of look like Giada. And he's like, "Well, it's a great night, but everything's about to change." He pulls her <laughs> aside, and I was expecting more than four, to be really honest. Dean, he pulls her aside. He's like, "It's going to be this big announcement. All things are happening." Up pulls a limo. He's like, "All these guys are coming for you," and four guys got out. If you were if you were the new bachelor, would you expect more than four coming out of a, a limo in a pandemic? How many were there total to, uh, before the four came in? Sixteen. 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 That's, that does seem low. But I do. I did want to say earlier too. It's like imagine going on a blind date. We've all been at least like pitched the idea of a blind date. Most times you would say no. Imagine going on a blind date and having Tasha show up. You know oh. what I mean? Like you have to be, you have to like the solar flares as you guys were talking about. It's like, that's yes. got to be one of the best saves of all time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I think it should be more than four, but I think maybe because they're like starting on week three because they only have what, five more weeks of, of airing left. So maybe they were trying to start with a smaller number. Are they going to extend the show? Cause I would have think, I would think ABC would love this. It's, you know, pick up more episodes. I'd be shocked if they, I mean, you guys know TV better than I do, obviously, but I figured that they already had their 10 episodes or whatever slotted out. And so maybe they're just trying to condense it into the room. I'm sure. Show. Yeah. Maybe extend it like in a week or two i don't think it's because they already announced that bachelor is going to air january 4th oh so, wow yeah. okay. i know but arden that's happened yeah. to us you're on a show and all of a sudden in the middle of the season they go hey we're doing 24 this year instead yeah. of 22 because it's successful i mean i it's not it's not a you're a on more successful shows than i've been on i've been on like hey we're gonna do 12 not 18 <laughs> no the first two the first 200 episodes i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, only gone, I've only been turned the other way, Greg. But yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, you know when I, I just first was it. filming Star Wars: Force Awakens, I remember time on set where I turned to JJ and I said, "Listen, JJ, you should have Han say this, not that. That's not what Han Solo would say. That's not what Han Solo would say." Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> what was your most exciting moment for the little boy inside of Greg to be like, "I'm in Star"? Like, what felt the most Star Warsy on set for you? Um, for sure, flying the X-wing. It was up on a uh, a gimbal, so it was like a real X-wing up above. Like you're riding a bull. So they stre- first of all in Force Awakens, it was very different. It was it was wide open in Rise of Skywalker. In Force Awakens, they actually brought the thing down. I am not a petite flower. I'm a big dude. No, you are. You're a petite flower, Greg. You don't talk about <laughs> yourself like that, Greg Grumberg. But they they strapped me into this thing, and I hadn't gone to the bathroom before. And it closes in, and then they lock the cameras down. You can't get out. Oscar almost threw up. He was up there, and he got down, and he was like, "Man, I don't know how you're going to do." It. I mean, he was honestly. It gets so, and you're and you're using your legs and stuff. Anyway, think shit starts falling off. Like buttons are flying off because it's put on with rubber cement. Like it's like a it's bullshit. It's like a high school production. And I'm like, I'm sorry, things are flying. And my yo, that was the moment that I felt like I dreamt of this when I was a kid. Where were you filming? What part of the world were you in? Uh, Pinewood Studios in London, outside of London. And then the best kiss to you, Greg Grunberg. The best, the best part was when 
So you, you're up there and they say, okay, I got your back. We're going in. I got them on your left. Like you're, it's a list of all the stuff you got to say. They don't know where they're going to use it, how they're going to use it. And then they go, okay, now all this, you got to say this other list. I'm just going to call it out. And it's, I've been hit. I'm going down. Say goodbye. No, no, no. And I go, no, nah, I'm not going to say any of that shit. <laughs> you're like, I'm not dying. I'm not hey. dying. And, and hey. so I didn't die on the first movie. Wow. Uh, okay. We'll be back. Nobody's dying here. Exactly. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. And we're back. Oh my God. Can I just say, this is just what we all needed. This is what we needed in 2020. It's been a garbage fire every year, but things are looking up. And we got. Things are looking good. Things are looking good. (laughs) Dean, do you have a Star Wars question you want to ask? Um. No, but we are, Caitlin and I are watching all nine Star Wars movies from start to finish. What number uh, are you on? We currently are about to start number three. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think it's old age or something, but it took us, I think I, I want to say it took us four days to finish episode one. And I think Phantom Menace still holds up to this day. Although Jar Jar is maybe the most horrendous character in movie Jar Jar's history. The worst. Jar Jar's it the worst. was still a great freaking movie. I love young Anakin. I love Darth Maul. Jared, though, J.J. Uh, Star Wars, are, he brings it back. Dude, yeah. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Very, I, very good. I'm not joking. So I went to go see Force Awakens by myself uh, when it opened because I couldn't go. I, this is I lived in Rhode Island. As yeah, you did. Test, there was there's no like there's no screenings at this point in my life. So it was like I couldn't go Thursday night. I was working, so I went Friday morning. First showing was like 11 a.m. by myself, and I had to sit. I thought the, I didn't think it was going to be packed because it was in fucking Bork, Rhode Island, and of but course yeah. it's almost sold out when I get there, and I get there 20 minutes early, so I'm like third row up. But I'll never forget the feeling I had when I first saw that movie in theaters. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had in a movie theater because it just, oh, I can't even talk oh about God. it. Ashley's making fun of me. She's oh next to me in the room. Ashley. But it's just like, it's, it's, it's just this, it's, I was so happy. I was in such a state of euphoria. Now, I have a question for Dean about Star Wars because, and Greg, you can answer this as well. Because you're saying you're watching all nine Star Wars. I would argue that you should be watching episodes four, five, and six. First. Then you go back to the prequels one, two, and watch three. episodes one, two, and three. And then you watch the new trilogy. Which yeah, if you want to watch it in order. You're absolutely right. I agree. Absolutely. Well, what's your argument? Why would you? I understand that four, five, and six came out, what, in the late 80s? And then one, two, and three came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. I understand that's kind of how they were released. But the mm-hmm. storyline unfolds one through nine. So why wouldn't we watch it one through nine? Because it's it's one like it was meant to be watched in the order that it was released. Like it was always meant to be. Katie is agreeing. Katie is nodding her head. Katie's with you on this, Jared. Yeah, because Katie knows the good things in life. Katie Uh, knows the good things in life. Katie knows. You just because it's it's meant to be watched that where you uh, you know you find out the story about Luke and then you find out and I and obviously Empire Strikes Back that that Vader is actually Anakin Skywalker. I wish so badly. It's the one thing that I wish I was older for to be in the fucking movie theater back in 1983 and watching the Empire Strikes Back and not knowing that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. That yeah. would have blew my mind. That's yeah. one of the things. Like I, I I wish I was a little bit older just to be like. Holy shit! It's Anakin, he's Anakin Skywalker. Anyway. Your mind was blown just like the gentleman's mind was blown when Tisha walked in. <laughs> exactly. 
What? Jackson, guys, you can't say I don't know how to host. We'll come back to that. We can't say we don't know how to host. Out comes a big ass limo when the new Darth Vader of the season arrives with a man with all sorts of hair gel. He's got hair gel. His name is Spencer, and she is just her type. She loves a John Paul Jones. She loves a Colton. Here comes Spencer. Spencer, he's she's like, oh, he's cute. He's a water treatment manager. Does that mean he deals with shit waste, Craig? Yes. That's what I was thinking when I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, he's a poop guy. He's a poop guy. He's a pre- Somebody's got to be the poop guy. I'm not qualified. So he shows up. And then we have uh, – then he walks in, and Jason actually, even though he is still, like, sort of folding in on himself about losing Claire, he's like, welcome, welcome. He's trying to be gracious. And then Spencer comes in and basically is like, which one of you assholes scared away Claire? And all the guys are like, fuck you. <laughs> like, they hated him. Jared, how did you feel for the arrival of Spencer? He's their sort I- of our- – He's our new front runner villain. Yeah, I thought actually that was a good line when he was like, which one of you guys scared away Claire? And then nobody I, laughed. I was like, I thought that was kind of funny. I, I think they did laugh. I think they did laugh and they cut around it. Oh, it probably. Then we also, I'm also obsessed with Kenny. Now, I don't know. You guys weren't here. You guys don't deep dive as much as we do. Kenny has the giant chest tattoo. Kenny is a boy band, the boy band guy. He's a boy band cover band manager. He manages boy band cover bands, which is incredible. And, and he's also was in porn and she doesn't know that, but I love that for him. I love Kenny. I think he's hilarious. I think he's very straightforward. I love that. You can be a boy band cover band manager. Dean, if you were going to manage a boy band cover band, what cover band of a boy band would you put together? Dean? <laughs> that is a loaded question. If you're going to build a cover band of a boy band, who are you going to cover? Backstreet boys? I'm probably like a 1D kind of guy. Great. I like that. Yeah. I, I will I will say the limited amount of watching that I've had this season, I I remember seeing that guy, the boy Kenny. band, the boy cover band manager. And yeah. I remember seeing his title and I was like, I was so perplexed. Yep. Because don't get me wrong. He definitely looks like he should be managing boy band cover bands. I, sure. I don't disagree with that. Well cast. But, but it was just, I think, like, I think the outfit that he was wearing at the time was, like, his button down was unbuttoned halfway down his chest. And you see Every the time. In the hair. And, like, like, he's, like, 40 years old, but he looks like, he's like still 20. I agree. Arden, you got to get over guys like that. Just kidding. I don't, I don't have a crush on him. I find him an entertaining character. I'm not like, ah, oh, okay. oh, no, no, no. When I say I love him, I mean I love him as a, I like that he's sort of straightforward. No, I don't want to mouth kiss a boy band cover band manager with like a tattoo down to like of like the american flag we can see going down to like the undercarriage area yeah like, every episode it's like one less button is buttoned on his shirt there's exactly one right there's one more like there's one more like talon tattoo and like just it's all going down to the nether region like i don't need like a stars and stripes getting down into the into the from under from under like it's just not no I don't I'm not attracted to him. There's a flagpole down there, by the way. There's a flagpole. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently there is. I, I'm not attracted to him, but I find him again somewhat straightforward and entertaining. He's like, if I had a shittiest first impression, Rose, I'd give it out to Spencer. Like, huh? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he that was a pretty good line. I think he yeah. was hammered. I, I'm not. I think he's a fun character. Yeah, no, he's a fun character. 
So then Montel comes out of the limo. He's cute. He's got that salmon jacket going on that got passed around. uh, Like there's, I like that dude. Me too. He was adorable. Yeah. Then we have Noah the nurse, and I feel like if somebody stole Dean's mustache and put it on Jordan Kimball, that we would have Noah. <laughs> Did you I find got, that he was I actually got tagged in a lot of like Instagram stories of saying like Dean's mustache walked so Noah's mustache could run. That it felt uh, he felt like funny. he was trying to do a Dean. Did you yeah, think that's that the guy at the right? end who was clipping his mustache in the mirror? Yeah. 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 I, I mean he was attractive. I was a little turned on by the the, the short clips that I saw. He no, had dude. good porn stuff <laughs> happening. Jared, what did you think? When you saw it, did you think of Dean when you saw Noah and his mustache? He's a male nurse. I, he's, I, I know. He's he's Greg Fokker. Uh, <laughs> a male nurse. I like it. Uh, <laughs> and no, with Dean, uh, I did think of Dean. But the thing is, Dean can pull off a mustache because Dean looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. like. If I pulled up a, a night one rocking a mustache, Caitlin would have just pointed in the other direction. Like, get back in the car. Don't don't even try. Yeah. Dean walks out. Dean walks down the stairs in paradise with a mustache, and just people are losing their minds. Hey, yeah. Jared, Jared, I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love that movie. Um, but uh, anywho, yeah, that was my nothing like Noah's whatever mustache clipping it. You know who scored points for me in this episode? Uh, is easy. I, I love easy. I, I love, love that dude. I love easy. So easy talks. To, he he pulls her aside. He finally because I've been waiting for easy. Like he's really been growing on me. Yeah. And he, she thought he was like shy, but I I felt like they they had like nice chemistry. Tell me how you felt about easy, Greg. I just feel like he just has again that same sort like her energy too the two of them together are just beautiful they're just yeah. he he's just a i i was like okay that's the guy that's the I guy until him. i saw how she was like i maybe i should be with a a guy who's quieter and more calm and he's like yeah that's kind of who i am and then they open up to each other her and brandon about you know being married before and divorced mm-hmm. and yeah you know, I, by the way, I was like, oh, no, this can't be another moment like we've just had. I mean, she said, I feel like he could be he could be my husband. I mean, I guess that's the point of the show. You know, but that was just a little too much. So it feels like right now the front runners, we have Brendan. No, we have the new guy that Spencer who showed up. Yeah. Spencer got the first impression, Rose. Jared, what did you think of Spencer and his connection with Tasha? Spencer feels like the guy who has a strong connection early on, but then becomes the villain of the season and Tasha figures it out later on in the season. And he's yeah. like destined to go on a two on one and destined to be sent home on that two yes, on one after it. Tasha like yes. has her moment of like being like, you know, I'm, I don't, you, I deserve better than you. Yeah. So right. that's like my prediction for Spencer. You're right. He's the one that if it was, if it was Hannah's season, she'd be moving the podium away. from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she would be moving it on a volleyball now, court. Now, by the way, they showed clips of the whole, the rest of the season and they showed her about to receive a proposal. And, and there was the, the other, she's wearing white and the other guy's wearing white. And I think I could tell who it was. I was don't like, tell us, don't say. What don't do you mean? Say. You saw it? I, but I didn't. I didn't register it. I didn't register it. I didn't okay. see that either. Now I'm curious who it was. Oh, you got to okay. go back and look. I don't want to. know. I'll let you guys. I can. We can cut this part. We'll do it at the end. And I. No, won't no, no. Listen. Let's talk about it real quick, and you can cut it out. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to listen. Okay. Cut this part out. I'm not going to listen. What a journey. Okay. I can't Here, just believe go back that Peter comes back on this season to propose to Tasha. <laughs> that, that's insane. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Um. Was Tasha on? What season was she on? Colton. 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 All right. So then we have um, 
let's talk about Brendan. So Brendan, she gets a one-on-one with Brendan and they go horse riding. I feel like the producers are doing a good job because they can't leave this freaking resort. It's 190 degrees. They are, I mean, it's so hot that they really can't go anywhere. Yeah. It's like the surface of the sun. It's the surface it's of the sun to the point where they had their group volleyball date and they actually respectfully didn't show the guy in their speedos. I think they got flack for the like strip tease thing. So yeah. they didn't show all the guys like in their packages. And then they played this like football or a basketball, <laughs> basketball in the pool. I love sports. They played the yeah. basketball in the pool and then they were going to win a barbecue. And I honestly think it was so hot. They didn't even have the barbecue because they didn't even show it. Did you notice that? Oh, that's true. They referenced the hot dogs and hamburgers, but they didn't they didn't show it. They referenced it, but I think it was so hot they couldn't bother showing it. What did you guys think of Spencer getting cracked in the mouth? Loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just like, uh, yeah. It was two, two competitive guys. Like, of course, something's going to happen. Like, you put all these competitive, like, g- peacocking guys in one pool fighting for one girl. Like, someone's going to get smashed in the mouth. Yeah, Can we yeah. just talk for one second? And I'll say this as a lady. So you guys, nobody can give you any. Me and Anna and Katie can say this for one second. I mean, Tasha coming out of the pool in that bikini. Dude. God bless Mother Nature. Can I just say, I mean, the genetics at work there, I have never. I mean, it's like it's like when Daniel Craig came out of the water as James Bond, the lady version. I was like, holy shit. Shit. Like, yeah, I mean, that was the, the fast times at Richmond High moment. Yes. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, as a straight woman, I was like, Well, you got a boner, you got a I boner, got Arden, didn't boner. you? I was boner. Like, holy shit. I mean, maybe I'm gay for Tasha. Like, she's holy shit. Okay, like, so let me ask you guys, I never something felt like less of a woman. <laughs> let me just ask you guys something. You're there, yeah, isn't it weird? Well, maybe you don't see it, you don't see it, but we see it like. Her and maybe I'm old fashioned, but she's making out with too many people too quickly. Isn't it fucking weird? And then you get a one on one, and you're thinking, uh, "Did she? Who's talking?" It's just, just the down COVID. I thought I just thought about COVID. Uh, Dean, well, no, but they're all clear. Dean, well, I'll let you take that question. Yeah, here's my experience on the show because that's all I can really speak from. Uh, we the 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 guys on my season didn't really ever discuss it, and it, we never like. At least I never personally like walked in on someone else making out with her. So as far as I knew, she wasn't making out with anyone except for me. Yeah, let's, she let's, wasn't. Let's yeah, be honest. She Obviously, she was. Obviously, they all do. But I think uh, at the time, you're so like naive to it. And like you're just kind of got these blinders on, like just focusing on your own thing. Um, that's at least my own experience with it. Like I didn't even... I remember I like thought to myself, I was like, wow, I'm the first one that kissed her. But in reality, I was like the sixth one that, that kissed her. You know what I mean? That's, that's maybe at least how they're able to cope with it. No, I agree with Dean. Like you just have blinders on. You don't think of anybody else kissing her, but I don't know how the leads do it. I give them, I'm just going to sound stupid, but I give them credit for it. Like there's, there's definitely guys that Tasha didn't want to kiss. Right. Like that just happens every year. There's people that you just don't want to kiss, not because they're not ugly. They're obviously all beautiful, but you just don't have a connection with them. I was surprised that she seemed excited about and she went in for kissing. I was surprised she kissed Zach, that she went in for that kiss with Zach and seemed into it. I I was he's he's the addiction specialist. He has like a New York accent. She feels like he's like a real man. She's like, he's a man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg. I like that guy. I actually like him. 
He's a nice guy. He yeah. was the one. So let's talk about that moment. He was the one when Jason was like, I need to leave. He was the one that said to Jason, I'm really proud of you, man. You walked in here and you've grown <clears> while you're here. And that you actually, you know, he went and knocked on her door. He's like, yes. And like they did, they had that bromance. Did you guys have bromances in the house? Dean, was, was Alex your best friend from the house? Uh, Alex is pretty quiet. Peter, it was me, Peter, Alex, and That's Iggy. So and like, I mean, all the guys are close, obviously, but it's easy to like look back on the past four years and be like, well, I still talk to Peter a lot. I still talk to Alex a lot. There's always going to be these bromances. And honestly, the people that don't make the bromances are the ones that are like, you're like, that's, those are the guys with the red flags. You know what I mean? Like, if I not love the bromance. I love the bromances. It's so fun. Who is your, who is your buddies in the house, Jared? Uh, ben, honestly, I was friends with all of Ben, Nick, uh, Tanner, uh, uh, you remember Cupcake? I loved Cupcake. The dentist. Cupcake's the best. The dentist. You guys had good guys. Uh, I think Caitlin had a good season of guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Sean, obviously, I still talk to. I still talk to a lot of the guys. Um, okay, so let's get to that final date. We've got the date. It's a one-on-one. We've got Brendan. I loved him. A nice Massachusetts guy. They go horseback riding. Captain Harrison. That's what we call Chris Harrison. Captain Harrison kept showing up with like coconuts and ice cream and margaritas. And she couldn't have looked foxier riding up on the horse with her like giddy up cowboy. And all the guys are like, holy shit. And I felt for him because like he didn't seem like he'd ever been on a horse. They just got on and went. That could have been. Yes, Greg. I got to say she scored a lot of points with me. When, when, when it got real at the dinner, like when yeah. they were sitting, sitting down, I'm going to, I'm telling you there's there you're, I mean, guys, we're in front of the camera. We're all doing the same thing. You're running on an adrenaline. She was saying the same things when she was meeting them really quickly in the beginning of the show, where she's like, hi, nice to meet. You. Oh, he's really great. It's like yeah. all the stuff you're supposed to say. She's bubbly. She's excited. She's there. She didn't know she was going to be there and all that. All of a sudden you could just see it went real. And when she appreciated and real, and I, all of a sudden I looked at him I remember when he said there are better looking guys and funnier guys and smarter I guys in the house. I loved that. Yeah. And then, and then, by the way, there really aren't. When he got real, I thought, man, this is great, too. This is why we ultimately all watch the show. Yeah, we watch for the villains and everything. But we want to see real people actually was, falling in love. That's why that show works. so sweet. I loved how he yeah. opened up. He was like, you know, I was married once in my early 20s. It was my high school sweetheart. Our friend, our families were friends. We, you know, we got married and then we kind of grew apart and we tried to make it work. I found out she didn't want to have kids. I don't want to have a family. What, I know, but I, you know what I loved I about love, it? Yeah. I loved how he said it wasn't like infidelity or anything like we didn't cheat. And then she goes... Yeah, mine had a little infidelity. Yeah, she was like, yeah. mine's infidelity. Yeah. Not and, on my and, part. <laughs> and, on, and other issues. Yeah, she was like, she had some, but like, and, and, he, and he goes, when, when, when he, she said, I was nervous to tell you. And then his response was like, well, look at that. Like such a sweet. I know. He seemed like such a good guy opening up his heart. He's sincere, yeah. like a nice, sincere guy. When he said, I'm not the best looking guy. I'm the smartest guy, but I'm the most well-rounded. I know that's not that sexy, but I was yeah. like, I love this guy. Yeah, hey, are the cameras, are the com- cameras completely hidden? Like when you're doing that? No. Oh, you can see them. Oh, they're right there. Jared, your oh. cousin was so great on that. Tell me more about your cousin on that day. I love yeah, him. My cousin, my cousin, Brandon, he's such a nice boy. He's Asher's so sweet. looking at me weird. They're like, there is definitely, I think we were talking about this earlier too. Uh, there is definitely like, like, when Jared was saying how he like kind of hate watches something, whenever I see uh, 
certain moments, I like roll my eyes so hard, they're going to get stuck in the back of my head because I feel like so much of it is like recited or like practice, rehearsed, whatever. But there are a few moments where they're like raw, real. And um, I think those are the moments that like, like Greg was saying that really, like really watch the show for. So like, totally. Obviously, I didn't see this moment you guys are talking about now, but the, the, those, those raw and real moments are the ones that I would always be like, I would hope to see. And then that's the stuff that kind of keeps people coming. Do back. they ask you to repeat? Like if you say something and you stumble on your words, are they like, you know what, why don't you just say that again? Not for me personally. It was never in like one of those like real unabashed truth moments, but like yeah. they're probably like lines. They're like, we need to do like pick up this line and you like probably say it a couple of times. Yeah, day. I get that. Yeah. Or if you're like, you know, hey, do you want to continue this date? Usually it's for the lead. They're like, okay, you know, you have to say this, like, let's continue this date somewhere else. You know, right. the date's not over. Uh, but no, I, I totally agree with Greg. Like those moments are, and, and Dean too, those are the moments that you watch for because they're so raw and real and emotional and they're relatable. And a guy like Brandon is just like, yeah. He's, it feels like until the new guys, like, until, except for Spencer, it feels like most of the guys now honestly seem more like nice, real guys. Like they, they, they don't quite feel like they're there just to be on TV. Like even the douchey guys, the guys that I thought, oh, this guy's a total douche. That guy sweet. who, like, the guy who has the huge suite and he's wealthy. He's like the. I mis- like him. I know. Oh, ben I like him. Dude, Ben is the man. Ben is the man. We all thought he's a piece of shit, and he's actually a delight. That is a delight. So I can say this because, yeah, we were at the we're we're on the the next episode. We're a part of a group date, and I got to meet Bennett, and I immediately was like, "This guy, I like this guy a lot because he's just so self aware, and he really plays into it." And um, I'm one. My favorite movie of all time is The Social Network, and so I was like, movie. "Bro, you look like uh, a gentleman of Harvard." And he's like, "Well, I did go to Harvard." And I was like, "Do you know the Winklevosses?" And he's like, "I did. I was a part of like I forget which club finals club he was a part of. He might have been a part of the Porcelian or something." And I'm like, "Oh, oh this is God. awesome. Oh this is awesome." Yeah, and he's funny about it. He seems like. Please tell Ashley that we say hi and we want her to come on with Lance Bass and we miss her. Uh, uh, Arden says hi and she wants you to come on with Lance Bass. Oh, I would love. And she would yes, love. Yes, great. <laughs> I, I want to give a shout out to Kenny, meanwhile, talking to Spencer. Okay, Dean. I So so everybody's like, Spencer, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, he's basically being um riley and spencer sort of having riley was the one that elbowed him and like they were kind of having a they were afterwards hanging out and he was like i think i owe you for my cracked ribs and spencer's like if you need any more let me know (laughs) and then kenny goes this is why i love kenny again in my platonic my friendship love of kenny he goes hold on i'm not gonna speak freely here for one second i'm just gonna put this in the layman's terms bro but don't take this the wrong way but you're coming off kind of like a dick <laughs> obviously we're not all to be friends but we all kind of need to live together and i just thought for a boy band cover band manager he just cut he's he's plain spoken and like he was yeah. he was being respectful he was like ah, I'm put in layman's terms you seem like kind of a dick like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Have you rethought Kenny, Greg? Do you like Kenny more now as a boy band cover band man? Uh, I just can't get over everything about him. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah. I mean, look, I love that line, I, but that was also in the middle of the guy that that elbowed him. What's yeah. his name? Riley. Yeah, Riley. I mean, dude, shooting daggers like that looked like a li- a look that they stole from earlier in the show. He was just like 
Riley said, Riley said, from where I come from, I come from a, a tough neighborhood and we didn't have a lot of money for food. And we call guys like you lunch meat. So we had yeah. a stuff for fried bologna. You're like a fried bologna sandwich with mayonnaise. And like, I, I just, I, I just thought, yes, yeah, Spencer, just be cool. Don't be. I know. Kid. I know. But you know what? It makes good TV. I so loved I think it. That- Jared, what did you think of Kenny's Kenny's don't be a dick uh, statement? Oh, yeah, it was spot on. I mean, honestly, when Riley said the bologna and mayonnaise comment, all I could think about <laughs> was my dad because I was like, my dad loves bologna and mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> it's delicious. Bologna and mayonnaise is delicious. Uh, it's, it's, it can't go wrong. Uh, yeah, dude, Kenny, I mean, yeah. Kenny, I have really no thoughts about Kenny, i got to be honest. He seems very nice. <laughs> like, I like that he said you're being a dick. He was very uh, upfront and honest. But so before we get to our tweet of the weeks, I want to say, uh, uh, who do you think, who do you think the final three are going to be? I'm going to start with Jared. The final three? Oh, final Jesus. three. Uh, well, I'll go with, oh God, I'll go with uh, Brandon. Yes. Zach. Yes. That's the, that's the addiction specialist. Yes. And oh shit, who easy? Yeah, easy. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, easy. I'll go with easy. Yeah, that's a good. Thank you, Arden, for the assistant on that that's one. Right. We're gonna exactly. take a break and hear Greg's top three. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about you, but uh, things are getting so hot in here. I think I gotta take a pee break. And we're back, Greg. Your top three. My top three, I'm going to, I'm going to go along with that top three. I really think, I think easy, I, he better be in the top three. Easy's yeah. just so cool. Um, I don't think, I think Spencer is, is a, uh, you know, like a, a red herring. I think don't the follow that one. guy. The, the two and one. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to last. Um, but, and then I, and then I, I definitely like, uh, obviously Brendan. I mean, that guy, I, 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 I kind of hope they get together. I hope they, you know. I love it. Katie, Katie, what are you doing? What are you laughing at? And who do you think your three are? Katie, Anna, I'm coming to you. Dr. Tana Banana. Katie, you're first. All right. Brendan. Sorry, I was trying to figure out the guy's name. He was so the dude with the, with the mustache. What was his name? Oh, the mustache. We'll just call, Noah. Him, call him Dean. Okay, yeah. So him, I think him and Brendan. And then I kind of think maybe Ivan. I felt like they had a I little thing Ivan. going. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're saying Dean, Brendan, and Ivan. <laughs> okay, Doc, Dr. Tana Banana, who do you pick? I'm, based off the vibe of her father, I'm guessing she doesn't choose the best guys. I would, I think oh, right. Noah might go far. That's Dean. That's Dean. Right. Yep. Um, Dean Jacuna. Yeah. <laughs> Noah, and then I hope Br- Brandon, Brendan? Yeah, Brandon. Uh, That's Jared's cousin. So we've got Dean and Jared's cousin. So far. My, my father's second marriage. Second marriage, yeah. And then I think the other two might be like Spencer and Ivan, I hope. I really want her to pick easy, but unfortunately, I f- we didn't get a lot of him in the preview. So, Okay, Dean, oh, based on everything point. that you've heard, knowing nothing, having not watched this season, who, what does your gut tell you from what you've heard of the narration today? Pick yeah. your top three. No, I appreciate you asking that question. And just judging from everything you guys have said, uh, yeah. I'm going to say Kenny's up there. Love it. Uh, I want to put Jason in there, too. Love and, this. Uh, and uh, Blake as well, I think. I think that's Jason. great for you. Yeah. I think that's a great. You've got great. Love instincts. it. I'm going to go for number one. I'm going to go. I'm going to put Dean up there. I'm going to put Brandon. 
and I'm going to put Dean, Brandon, and um, Bennett. I'll do easy and Bennett. I'll do easy. Okay. Before we do tweet of the weeks and I'll let you guys go. Um, you guys, thank you so much. You have been, we're trying to get over a thousand ratings. We're up to 870. That's so great. Here's some of our recent ones. Five stars, performance powerhouse by librarian Lindsay. Arden gives dramatic readings of the bachelorette monologues that will change your life. This podcast is so funny. The guests are wonderful. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I've listened to this podcast for years. I look forward to it every week. Anna, Katie, how much do we love our fans that don't actually watch the show? It's incredible. We have a bunch of them. We love them. I mean, yeah, you got to come for the fun. Even if you don't watch the show. (laughs) I mean, that's how I feel. It's like, I do believe I've built myself my own version of like Prozac. Um, Here's another one. Five stars. God bless the USA and this podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Rose podcast. Oh my God. I was um, eyeing up that taco costume at Party City this year for myself, but I wouldn't have been able to do it justice like Dale did. I heard Arden on another podcast and I thought she was so funny and cute because I love The Bachelor. I started listening to this one. So glad The Bachelorette this season is an old bag like me. <laughs> I love the mix of guests that they don't all have the same opinions. And I love Arden's dramatic reenactments of Claire and the fact that she has to rewind over and over again to write down uh, these characters, what they're saying. I have to do the same with my podcast, except we have to rewind creepy dateline details. I so appreciate the time and effort. So worth it. Loving the show and telling everyone all about it. Sarah from the Lipstick Files podcast. Thank you, Sarah. How sweet is that? That is nice. That is cool (laughs) that people come over. I know. I love it. Here's another, here's, oh God, there were so many great ones. This is so many great ones. Okay, I'll just read. Um, here's another great one. Arden, will you accept my rose by straight from the AG? I'm going to seem like a stalker, but I love Dumb People Town. And then I loved Arden's book. And then through the book, I heard about, will you accept this rose? And as an OG watcher of The Bachelorette, I literally started with Trisha. I got so excited and just listened to the Taco Dale episode. Welp, I'm sold. And now, despite having two small children and distance learning bullshit, I now feel like I need to stay sober enough tonight to watch the special Thursday episode so I can listen to the next one immediately. Also, Yosef is like that dude that hits on you at a bar and you tell him no. And then suddenly he's like, whatever, you're fat. <laughs> That's, That's a real. really good review. That is a really good review. Um, okay. This is, there's so many, there's so many other good ones. I'll read the rest of them, but I, we love your reviews and we appreciate them. Just like I love the reviews that you give my book on Amazon or Goodreads. It really helps anybody who liked my book, please review it on Amazon or Goodreads. Here are a couple of amazing um, emails that we got. This one made me really happy. Here's an email we just got from Maggie Thompson and it's in capital letters. Jerry can get it. Sending love while slinging bedpans. That's the subject line. Dearest Arden, Tana, and the amazing Will You Accept This Rose Stars. I've been meaning to write an email for a while and it turns out this tequila infused post night shift buzz is what's pushing me to finally send one. Lovely, hilarious Arden. I heard about your podcast in the spring after hearing you on Lost Culturistas and it has literally been my saving grace during quarantine. I am an ICU nurse in North Carolina and I've been caring for COVID patients patients since May. 
In my worst, sweatiest moments, cleaning and powdering skin folds at the hospital, I dream of the days off when I can spend eight hours listening to your podcast and laughing my ass off. Obviously, I've been spending a lot of time alone in quarantine, and I cannot overstate how much this podcast has meant to me. I never considered myself a Bachelor fan, but listening to your podcast, I feel like I'm amongst genuine, goofy friends who are so fun and relatable. It has been the lighthearted distraction I have so needed. I went back and started listening with Becca's season and have been hooked ever since. No Bachelor viewing necessary. I had only ever watched the first episode of Becca's season, but decided to start Claire's season earlier today to help me unwind after all the election stress. I am already up in arms texting my sister every two minutes and cannot wait to hear all you have to say. I have to say my all-time biggest laughs came with you, Kyle Dunnigan and Tana gave each other DJ announcement challenges. Unreal and genius. Speaking of your guests, I think I'm in love with Jerry Trainer. Maybe it's all this time pondering singlehood with no great options for dating during a global pandemic. Or maybe Jerry really is the most goofy and fun person alive. Dime peace. Send him my way at your earliest convenience. Sorry for the wordy email. Just wanted to say thank you so much for doing the Lord's work and keeping this nurse from wallowing in the depths of despair. Love and light always. Love Maggie Thompson. What a review. Tana, can you believe? Oh my God, I forgot about that episode. That was so fun. Oh we my got- God, we got to get Kyle back on. Can you imagine Kyle and Jerry together? <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that episode, Kyle Dunnigan. That was so, he's so, Kyle is, kills me and he's so good at being the radio DJ. What were we listening to? Was that Jackson 5 song? Because it has like the (laughs) intro to try and DJ. Oh my God. Okay. So before we get to Tweet of the Weeks, any final Star Wars questions? The floor is yours. Anything you want. This isn't a a question, but rather a a funny tidbit. And I I think it's okay that I share this, but. You can share uh, anything. Back a long time ago, Kaylin actually auditioned for the role of Ray because uh, she's not an actress. She's not. She's never really acted anything before. But they wanted relative unknowns for those roles. And correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, but I'm pretty sure that's how it was. And she auditioned for the role of Ray. She didn't make it. Uh, again, I don't know how much I can share here, but I don't think she made it very far in the casting process. But it's right. Cool. That's exciting. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, exciting. That's fucking awesome. She Kaylin auditioned for Ray. Look at Jared is blown. Oh, he's like clutching the microphone. <laughs> well, like you just don't hear that every day. Like, oh yeah, my girlfriend auditioned for the lead role in the new Star Wars trilogy. Every time, every time we see it too, I'm like, you would have made a way better, right? And I, I, <laughs> the actress that played Ray did a fantastic job, but obviously you, I got to hype her up a little bit, you know? Right. Yeah. That's so, That's she so would have been a great Ray. She would have been a great Ray. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Jared? I can see Kaylin as Ray. Yeah. Jared, any, there, any anything, final? anything you need to ask, Jared, anything you want. All right, there is one question that I do want to... It's not Star Wars related, but... You anything but, you want. Greg, I'm pretty sure you were in the third Mission Impossible, correct? Yeah. I love Mission Impossible! Oh, well... <laughs> have you met Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, my scene is with him, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's um, right. Yeah, we... I'm, so so because I'm so you know such good friends with JJ, there there was one time, and there's been a number of times, but there was oh, I, you know I'll tell you just a great uh, Mission Impossible story, is that um, they were shooting out here by us. I live in the, in the West Valley, and, they, and they, that whole bridge sequence um, is the bridge oh, is yeah. actually on the ground. They built the bridge on the ground, and then they CGI the water under it and all of it. So that that whole thing with the cars and the whole thing, huge stunt sequence. I mean, they built 
a two mile bridge on the Whoa. ground. So wow. JJ goes, JJ goes, you got to come to set. So I'm like, okay. And I bring the family cause we're, it's right here. So I bring the boys, my boys were young and uh, Tom couldn't have been not, he's, he, he honestly is such a good guy, man. That's it's what you crazy. hear. You always hear nice things about him. Oh, that Every- yeah, my yeah. heart. My friend, yeah, no, Cullen, he, he's a comedy he, writer. He writes for like, he was a Simpsons writer and like, he got hired by Tom Cruise to do like, to, he was sort of his comedy writer when he hosted the MTV movie, which so they would fly on private planes and do like, like rehearsals, like dance things. And he just said he was like the hardest worker, got yeah. no sleep, the nicest guy, like loved I've, him. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had several dinners with him. I've hung out with him. He's, he remembers me when he sees me, you know, he's like, granny, oh my, I mean, just the nicest guy. And I just would not expect it. Of That's him. So great. And he yeah, just, he, I, have, I have to say, on every JJ project I've been on, and it's been a lot thanks to you know, my friendship with JJ, um, the big, 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 huge, huge stars, I've just been, I haven't been disappointed at all. I think it just starts at the top. That I think the, big, the bigger stars I've ever met have been nicer. Like they're all like the, the true A list stars that I've ever yeah. worked with have been nicer than like. Because they, nice they, they, they don't have to be rude. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. sometimes the people that are lower down that are like ruder. There's a, there's a couple of them that they'll, they'll um, and I do this. I, I mean, I, I, I guess I don't do this, but where you just have to kind of show your professional side a little bit. And then there's a moment when it's just all of a sudden the, the, the walls break down. And it's like, hey, we're all hanging out. Al Pacino was like that. It was like, I was so fucking nervous. I played his son and I'm like, uh, and then. Th- th- then there was a moment I just gave him some shit and I was like, oh, fuck, here it is. He's going to take it or he's not. And yeah, he- like, here's the moment of truth. <laughs> All right. Oh, 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 I just want to say one thing to Greg and then I'll, because of, uh, the reason I asked about Mission Impossible 3 is because I'm a huge Mission Impossible fan, huge Tom Cruise fan. <laughs> but like, uh, what I love about JJ so much is that everything is in camera. God, he just, it's, it just warms my heart how much like he doesn't like using CGI. He likes it in camera and it looks so much better. And I'll never forget, I remember watching the Mission Impossible 3 trailer and finding out that J.J. Abrams was going to direct it because I was a big Alias fan. I was a big Lost fan. Yeah. And there's it's a the sequence on the bridge. I know. Seen. I just want to say this because like... I it, love it, just, it. It makes me so there's, happy. There's yeah. one yeah. sequence on the bridge. It's like one of the... It's 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 such a simplistic um, special effect, but it like every time I watch it, it puts a smile on my face. And it's when there's a missile coming in and Cruz is running towards the camera on the bridge and it's one shot. Yeah. And then like it, it hits a car behind him and then the car like blows up and it blows Tom into the other car yeah. and JJ just like shifts the camera and then he pans up and it's all handheld. And then there's fl- uh, uh, planes flying over and it's just like, a, it's like a six second shot that it, when I first saw it, it just like, I, I like passed out. I know me too, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, that moment when he gets slammed and then you see the source of it, it's like, it's unbelievable. Oh, and I don't oh even think that was one. God. You know what? Obviously the jets were, must've been CGI. You can't time that out, but that was probably unreal. Unreal. But the fact yeah. that he built a two mile bridge. But dude, this is what I was going to say is I get there. Everything. I get there. And Tom goes, guys, guys, come here. And he grabs my kids, takes them under the car that's upside down and shows them that the glass is rubber. He's like, look at this. Look at this. Unbelievable. And he starts talking about rockets. The next thing we know, we've got these. He sends rockets to our house for the kids for us to throw up. In this. I mean, he's just a thoughtful, thoughtful, nice guy, dude. Dude, if Tom Cruise ever pulled me to the side and was like giddy about the glass being rubber, I'd throw myself off the bridge because I would be like, my, my life is peaked. Like, well, the good news is the, the bridge was on the ground, so you wouldn't have hurt yourself. I gotta That's, say, I'll, I'll, like I'll go to the top of the roof. I, this <laughs> truly, this is so thrilling. This worked out even better than I could have. 
I, I couldn't be happier. But, and also watching Dean watch Jared, because I know Dean knows Jared know, so well. I'm sorry, Dean. It's the cutest. This is truly the cutest podcast episode. I, I just loved I'm so glad it worked out. Um, <laughs> will you guys help us pick a tweet of the week? Sure. Okay, so here's the name of the game. If you guys want to tweet at us, you tweet at me or Anna at Ardemarine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N, or Anna Hosni, H-O-S-S-N-I-E. E-H. You do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. We narrow it down. Anna sends me about 60 tweets and I narrow it down to about eight. And then we pick two and vote on the number one. All right, here we go. Here are our contenders for Tweet of the Week. Number one, this is from Lauren at Purple underscore Hayes. Such a shame that Claire's bachelorette reign came to an end at the La Quinta Total Landscaping. That's pretty funny. Okay. This is from um um oh this is from I'm better than Ben Shapiro. Uh at Andrea underscore Shapiro. I hope the one-on-one date for Jordan will be a trip to lens crafters. He's the guy with the worst Aww. pair of glasses ever. We're not being mean. He's so handsome. He just needs a new pair of frames. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I also need a new pair of frames. So we can do that as a two-on-one. And you can. I've got some out. frames for you. I can recommend. I just got frames. Where? I know they're not sponsors, but they uh, Bose has frames that have um, Bluetooth speakers in them. Okay. They're I amazing. Need- Okay, I need new frames, truly. So yeah. I, you put me on that trip to Lens Crafters with Jordan and Greg. Number yep. three, this is from Leslie Berkowitz at uh, Hey Les Bib. Listening to Tasha try to turn I sell diet supplements on Instagram into a job was a whole journey. <laughs> 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 you missed it there. He funny. was like someone who was like, "What do you do?" And she's like, "Well, I travel a lot for work, and uh, I'm in the beauty and lifestyle space." <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. I did not know what she did, and I'm like, "That is." She's an influencer. Great. She's an influencer. So basically, yeah, she sounds like somebody, fun, which is fine. <laughs> right, but if somebody is confident enough to say, "I treat people's poops." Can't you be confident enough to talk about exactly what you do? Yeah, like I don't have to go to work anymore. I'm Tasha. Like I, right. I won. Yeah, I'm the bachelorette, bitch. I don't work. That's you think true. I have work? Excuse you. Even if you know, yeah. What's funny is actually that's one of the few moments that I saw last night, and Tasha uh, and I kind of looked at each other after she said that, and we kind of like like laughed a little, like snickered a little bit because that's it's funny. true. It's like. And I do the same thing. Whenever someone asks me what I do, I'm like, I don't fucking know what I do. So I just make some shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we have uh, Paige Cooper at P Cooper 16. I book bands at a music venue is an interesting way of saying I discover One Direction cover band members who I hire for birthday parties and Sunday afternoon performances at the mall. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Okay. Oh, here is another one about about her answer. Riley, what do you do? Tasha, have you ever heard of sugar bear hair? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard a thing called Fab Fit Fun? (laughs) I got the discount code for you. Yeah. Swipe up for. Oh, I wish you looked in the camera. It was like, use my code, swipe up for 10%. I would have made my life. Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Can we have a date where instead of being asked to strip, the men are asked to wear socks? (laughs) (laughs) i like that one that's a good one Uh, it's too hot dean are you a no socks suit guy um well i don't really wear suits but uh i probably yeah that's a really good question i definitely wore socks when i was on the show did you you definitely wore socks yeah i never could do it i don't i I thought you guys were talking talking uh red hot chili pepper socks i didn't know you were talking about actual socks (laughs) yeah 
This is from Cheyenne Constant. I feel so bad for Jason. He's stuck on a woman that will be hard to replace. Where is this poor man going to find another blonde in her 30s with those boobs and a bit of past damage? Where? Oh, my God. <laughs> and the wow. final one, Seth Vat at Basebone One. I've been married before. I've been married before, too. Whew, what a relief. I'm a commercial roofer. Let me walk you out. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, greg i'm gonna let you pick your favorite two greg uh oh my favorite two yeah my favorite so two are gonna be i'm gonna bookend it's the first one and the last one i mean okay. I, those were okay. both very funny okay so we're gonna go with lauren at purple underscore haze such a shame that claire's bachelorette reign came to an end at the la quinta total landscaping that is funny or, um, or Seth Vat at Basebone One. I've been married before. I've been married before too. Whew, what a relief! I'm a commercial roofer. Let me walk you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, roofer or like keen to total landscaping? Uh, roofer. Jared. Uh, roofer. Dane. With Quinta Total Landscaping. Okay. I will go La Quinta Total Landscaping. Hey, tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Okay. Dr. Tana Banana, do you want to be the uh do you want to be the tiebreaker or Katie? Well, do should we see it to you? Who wants to tiebreak? Katie or I think Katie needs it. <laughs> Katie, do you get to tiebreak? Do you okay. want La Quinta Total Landscaping or do you want Roofer? I like Roofer. I think. Okay. Uh, who are you going for? I like total landscape. Oh, oh it's, a oh. it's a tie. They're it's both a winners. Tie. Okay. Quite the dramatic finish to this podcast. All right. So the winner, I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna put one in one hand and one in the other. Decide. Okay, in my mind, this is one. And then in my mind, this is the other. This hand or this hand, Dean? Uh, this hand. This hand, I had the key to total landscaping. It's rigged. It's all rigged. It is um, rigged. He picked um, his own. He picked stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> um, stop Dean, the count. <laughs> Dean, where can people find you? Oh, my gosh. Find me. I don't care about Instagram, Twitter, anything. Just find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Help, I suck at dating. Can I just say, this was such a fun podcast. I had so much fun doing it. And these guys really do give great advice. Like, So if you are somebody that really wants, if you want, like listening to advice, podcast about dating or it or if you actually need to get it these are two great guys who give great advice this is a wonderful podcast that is like a, a brother podcast to us are also on iheart it's up your alley jared i mean these are great guys who are very in happy relationships and and we we enjoy them very much jared where can people find you i'm gonna say the same thing as dean screw instagram screw twitter you can yeah. find us on the iheart app on on not on spotify or maybe on spotify i don't know if we're on spotify, spotify. But we're definitely on apple podcast help i suck at dating we have great guests uh dean's on there you can listen to his fantastic voice i love it that's it's, it it's such a great podcast greg grunberg yes. my friend do you really have a golf course at your house <laughs> I uh it's not a real golf course but we took the backyard because we're covid and we're just you know quarantine and we it's a big enough that we can we have nine not holes but we took these stubs you know like tree stumps and yes it's it's That's a so fun little nine hole course yeah it's fun 
Greg, Greg my I'm friend. Over. Yes, please. Shoot. Oh my God. I would love it. Please. Oh please. my God. That'd be fun. We can have fun. an outing. Tell us uh, where can people find you, Greg? What do you want to promote? You uh, I'll promote my book. book. I brought it just to show it. Uh, yes. It's called Dream Jumper. The book is called Dream Jumper. And I just spent the morning talking to a bunch of kids. It's a graphic novel. Adults love it too. Um, I can tell you that it was inspired by his son. He woke, his son woke up and his son was like, he had a dream where he could, he could go jump into his friend's dreams. Right. And yeah, then he he's a dream jumper. Idea. Like any yeah. good father did. He stole the idea and he's making <laughs> Dallas, Dallas store. Got exactly. Come to play, on. Fuckers. Yep. But I'm on Twitter uh, yeah. and I am not sending any more anti-Trump uh, tweets, which I'm very, very excited about. Hey. That fucker's out of the way. And now it's just nothing but smiles and happiness, man. Yay. Bye, Bye. Felicia. Katie, Dr. Panera, <laughs> where can people find you? I am KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And also, if you live in Georgia, register to vote. Early voting starts December 14th. The election is Absolutely. on January 5th. Register now. Get it squared away. Fucking vote. Thank you. Dr. Yep. Banana. I'm at Anna Hosnier on Twitter, and I have a question for Jared. Uh-oh. Never discussed this before, Uh-oh. but can you tell us a little about your experience on Bachelor in Paradise Australia? Oh, oh. Bachelor in Paradise Australia fan, I see. We watched it. We watched it on our Patreon. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, it was it was interesting. So a little backstory. I was actually living with Nick Viol at the time when I got a phone call to possibly do paradise and um, what happened was it was a month before bachelor winter games, which is what Ashley went on. Right. And uh, they were talking to me about, and, and what Dean went on uh, as well. Yeah, and they were talking to me about possibly going on. And then they called me and said, listen, it's just not going to work out. You're not going to go on winter games. Bachelor in paradise. Australia wants to come, wants you to come on their show. With Osher. 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 great. And so, uh, I was like, and you know, at the time I was harboring feelings for Ashley. I didn't tell anybody and she was going winter games. So I was like, fuck that. I'm going to bachelor paradise, Australia. Uh, and so I did it and it was a lot of, it was, it was fun. There was a lot of great people down there. I am just not an Australian woman's type. Like they like, like, I'm not joking. Every guy there was like six, four, two twenty. Dean would have been short. It was insane. <laughs> right. I right. It, it sucked. They just don't like, I walk in, like I'm walking out of like a, you know, a backstreet boys music video with my like backwards baseball band. cap and my like short sleeves, black shirts with my jeans and Nikes. And I'm like, Kenny, hey, Kenny was ready guys. to scoop you up. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Like it was definitely, a, uh, it was definitely like a lower budget of, of the American version. Was like, it a pretty hotel? Cause it's such a nice spot. Well, it was in Fiji. It was nice, but it wasn't nearly as nice as Salyuta, uh, the one that the the right. uh, American version films at. It's it's kind of weird. So, like in the American version, you are on camera twenty four seven, specifically in Paradise. Like there are cameras in the bedrooms. You are mic'd up all the time. Like there is never a moment where you are not being recorded. Where Bachelor in Paradise Australia, it was insane. You'd wake up in the morning, like I get up at like ten a.m. and right. stroll down to breakfast with everybody else, no cameras no mics we all talk about what happened the night before and i'm like right what the hell is going on yeah, like we, are they gonna record any of this and then like we noon were, would come we were wondering about that because some stuff would happen off camera and we're like and they would be fighting about it and we're like don't they have that on camera and so it sounds like they don't i just i i think they just are it was their first season of paradise i think that uh they're just learning as they went With terror and I, terror and uh that was a it was a fun season a ter- terror terror <laughs> 
Oh, and Samuel? Sammy and Terror. Yeah, I know. They broke up. It was so sad. They were really, I thought they were like Carly. They were like Carly and Evan. They were cute. Yeah, I totally agree. But I'm still, I still talk to Jake a lot, Jake Ellis. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, we loved it. Jake was was probably the best. He was all, I love that they showed him being like, pick her, pick her in the rose ceremony. I was like, oh, they don't give a fuck. They'll throw anyone under the bus on, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Protect you at all. Oh, no. Um, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at ARDE. I just know you guys have to go. I'm not trying to capture anybody. M-Y-R-I-N. And I have a book, Little Miss Little Compton. And the audio book is out now. If you like high-pitched ladies reading to you, I don't know what your thing is. Then this audio book's for you. Little Miss Little Compton, wherever books are sold. You guys, please come back. We just adore you. Uh, so it's so fun having you on. And uh, I hope you guys had fun. And it was so fun making uh, Jared's. Jared's boyhood dreams come Jared's true. Jared's fanboy's no, you dreams come true. Jared's right? dreams didn't come true. My dreams came true. Thanks, Stop Jared. That. I mean, you're so sweet, dude. Stop that, Greg. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so a good nice. combo. Um, I'm recording this, and it's going to be playing on loop. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, until next time, everybody stay safe. Wear a mask. Have a good time. Be nice to one another. Greg, okay, guys, guys are coming over, right? We're playing golf. That's all I'm going to say. Night holes. Well, man, we'll be over. Okay, bye. 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 Oh, yeah. Wanna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. When you accept this rose, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.